Hey, this is Chavo Guerrero Jr. Listen to the Wrestling POV Podcast. You guys truly bring the Latino heat. Viva la raza. Wrestling POV is preposterous, is obnoxious, is atrocious, is ridiculous, is churlish, is interesting, but stupid! Wrestling POV is your point of view, bring you 20 years of change in the wrestling business. From the spotlight to the polls, from birthdays to hot tech news. Wrestling news, rumors, and injury report Covered by the greatest in the whole dance sport This week in wrestling, who made the book? Our second shuffle, pay-per-view, points game Love, peace, and wrestling is what they're all about So sit back, kick back, and hear them all out Whoop, whoop, that's the sound of the police Whoop, whoop, yeah. that's the sound of the police Damn. Bad, boy, bad boy, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Jimmy Uso, man. I don't know. Jimmy Uso arrested again for DUI. Fourth time. Fourth time? Fourth time. Jesus, man. When's he, yeah. When are you gonna learn, bud? Seriously. Yeah. And uh, Smith, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Do you think it's because he thinks he's famous? Or does no, he have just, a problem? Uh, I, I think I he think has a problem. Straight up problem. Yeah. Jesus. I Stupid. I don't know what to say to it. it. I mean, one time is one thing, but you do it four, it's like, dude, yeah. you've got serious issues. you got an issue. Yeah. But what's funny is that I remember a long time ago, uh, Jimmy and Jay, I think, weren't they both uh, drunk driving or something like that? Yes. At one point. I, I remember that. Remember how, because we made fun of them too. Because remember how they cut their hair and we call them the Dominican Uso? Yes. <laughs> For the longest time. Well, the reason why they cut their hair is because he said that he goes, every time we got in trouble, we always had long hair. So that's why <laughs> we cut it. So if um, you look, but look, uh, Jay's hair is still cut. Jimmy yep. threw his out. Yep. Yep. And he's the one that that was out there drinking and driving. <laughs> Again. Well, speaking of bad boys, we got Tony Diaz, Clay Cummings, Rick Serrano the third here, wrestling yeah. POV podcast. Yeah. Baddest of boys. Yes. Yeah. But um <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> Uso, man, he blew a point two oh five. That's a lot. That is his the legal limit. That's he a got lot. a two oh five. Yeah. So uh, fourth time, Jesus. But WWE is doing nothing about I, it. Though. You know, I was just about to say that uh, it doesn't look like they are, is it? Nope. No. If he was on SmackDown this week, he was on SmackDown. Right. That's why I'm. That's why I'm saying oh. WWE is not. WWE is not doing anything about it, which is the sad. I part. thought. I thought for sure that they were, especially when they let off with it. I was like, oh, they might beat his ass down. And say, say la vie, you know, the get sad, some help. This, the sad part is, I feel like it's going to take somebody getting hurt for them to do something about it. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's the, the fourth part. time. The third right. time he did it, they put him on. He was on TV. He won the tag team titles. Yes. You I remember, remember that? Yeah, he won the tag team titles the last time. I remember. So it's WWE keeps on saying it's not our fault. It's not our business. 
All right. right. When he kills somebody. But but, exactly. but what's funny is that, you know, I'm sorry, but he represents you. He represents exactly. the company. How could you say that? You know, I mean, Vince needs to really, you know, I, I hear stories about Vince um, where he'll he'll send people to, to rehab and pay for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vince, it's time. I know he listens to the show, too. So I don't hear that bullshit. Oh, Vince. listen to Tony Diaz talk about me paying for rehab. Fucker. <laughs> Fucker. Uh, Jimmy needs it, man. I feel yeah. like Jimmy needs it at this point. Yeah. I mean, at, at, in the beginning, like I said, I mean, we'll obviously talk about SmackDown later, but my thing is, like I said, in the beginning of SmackDown, I thought for sure, like Roman was either going to be like, get, beat his ass to a pulp. That way it'll send him off or say, listen, I don't want you around right now. You fucked up last week. You know what I'm saying? It would have been perfect. Yeah. Or at the end of SmackDown, have him get his ass whooped to the point of where he couldn't come back. <clears throat> or even do an injury, you know? Yeah. Jimmy was so injured. Okay, that's fine. That's the way to keep him off TV. The man needs help. Yeah. He needs help. Oh, my God. Anyway, we'll see what happens, I guess. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. And then uh, once we find something, and uh, obviously we'll report it. But I got a question for you guys before we start the show. Um, I, I was listening to Conan. Uh, if you guys don't know Conan, just the old guy with an AEW. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Conan, man, WCW, all that. Uh, he runs Triple uh, A. Um, I was listening to his show one time, uh, not one time, yesterday actually, and he mentioned they were talking about Vader, and they were talking about people telling stories or whatever, and he mentioned that Vader is from Compton. Wow, really? that's what wow. he said. But the way he was saying it was like he was laughing like Vader was ribbing them. So uh-huh. they never got the truth of is Vader originally from Compton? <laughs> now, the first person I should have asked was Kenny Casanova because he wrote his damn book. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But I just found it like odd. I'm like, wait a minute. He's from Compton? That was it, Vader? No, he can't be. <laughs> But at the same time, Vader was also a real estate agent. Wow. I can't it even says imagine. he was born in Linwood, California. Oh. That's anywhere near Compton. I don't know. I have no idea. No clue. No idea. So we'll figure that out. We'll do a little more research. But Tony, yeah. I have a question for you mm-hmm. about Conan. Um, I was on Recipe OV Global this past week. Yeah. And um, TJ Logan has a question for you. He says, as a Latino wrestler, um, is Conan the godfather of Latinos and wrestling? Is uh, I'm gonna like. Re- does he look out? Does he look out for all the Latinos? Does he protect yes. the Latino wrestlers? Yes, yes, he does. He does that. He does. I know that for a fact. Um, he's done a lot of behind the scenes stuff that a lot of people don't know about. Um, <clears throat> but I'm, I'm saying this, he did this like at towards the end of his career. Okay. Don't get me wrong. That motherfucker, he'll still put himself over, but he knows, um, how to tell a story and he's always, he's constantly helping people all the time. Wrestlers. Um, but is he the godfather of Latino wrestling? Is that what you? Yeah. Think? Yep. I'm a. <clears throat> I'm a respectfully say no. 
Okay. <clears throat> because there's a lot of others that were there before him. And I'm sure he'll say the same thing. Um, Bill Mascaris, you know, if we really want it, there's Pedro Morales. You know, there's a yeah. lot of pioneers, Hispanic pioneers in wrestling that I would consider more of the godfather of Latino wrestling than him. He is definitely up there. I'm not going to take that away. I'm not saying that. No, he doesn't. Dirt. No, he definitely can. Some people might even consider him that. But yeah. the way he runs his shows he does it to, to um, he caters to the crowd, put it that way. Gotcha. And that's, that's rare. That's rare. And he'll tell you too, if you fucked up, he'll tell you, you fucked up. If you, you know, if it's a good storyline, you know, he'll keep pushing that until it gets played out and then it goes on to something else. So there. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. uh, let's just move on to the spotlight, shall yeah. we? Yeah. This week's spotlight, we have oh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. You know, I saw it was yeah. 4th of July last weekend. And I said, you know what? We need to have an all-American American. And it's Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Did Hacksaw Jim Duggan deserve to win the first ever Royal Rumble? Now, before we answer this question, <laughs> the Royal Rumble, the first ever one, had only 20 participants. And... I'm going to name all 20 of them right now. And you're going to tell me, okay. was Hacksaw Jim Duggan the one that stuck out as the one that should have won? Okay. Here we go. And this is the order that they came out as well. Mm-hmm. Bret Hart, mm. Tito Santana, Butch Reed, Jim Neidhart, Jake Roberts, Harley Race, Jim Brunzel, Sam Houston, Dangerous Danny Davis, Boris Zukov, mm-hmm. Don Morocco, Nikolai Volkov, Jim Duggan, Ron Bass, Brian Blair, Hillbilly Jim, Dino Bravo, The Ultimate Warrior, One Man <laughs> Gang, and Junkyard Dog. Now, mm. out of that list, does Hacksaw Jim Duggan deserve to be the one to win the first ever Royal Rumble? Now, I, if I'm Vince McMahon, I can't predict that the Royal Rumble is going to be as huge as it turned out to be. But... I have to think it's going to be pretty big. And to have Hacksaw Jim Duggan win the first ever one, I have to respectfully decline. I think a heel should have won this first one, in my opinion. Um, I'm looking at One Man Gang, who eliminated six people in six minutes. I'm looking at uh, Nikolai Volkov, maybe, could have won this. You're missing one key, two key players, Don Morocco. Uh, and Harley Race? Uh, wasn't he, like, I don't want to say towards his end of the, his career, but wasn't he, like, kind of... Yeah, he was. down a little bit? Yeah. Um, but also, Bret Hart. How come you couldn't give it to him? Um, well, he didn't really Brett make was, his start until, what, like, two yeah. years later? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was still Hart Foundation full, yeah. him and Jim Neihart. They were still the tag team. The, the um, one I hear that is sticking out to me is Don Morocco. Yeah, he should have been the first one to, to win that. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, uh, a native of Glens Falls, New York, which was just literally a half hour away from me. 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, very popular up there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, why did they? I mean, as far as I could remember, I don't see, um, I, I don't remember him being like, 
on top of the world, so to speak. You no. know what I'm saying? At that time. So and he wasn't even USA at that time. I don't think no, he, was he was wearing the down. black trunks. Yeah, the white boots. So I don't even think he was in the USA at that time. Um, Clay, any names stick out for you that you think would you know for me I, Harley Brace? I mean, yes, he was towards the end of his career at that time, but as much lineage lineage as he has. Yeah. I could see him winning that Royal Rumble. Or like Tony said, Don Morocco, you know, yeah. at that time. Do do I think uh, Duggan deserved it respectfully? I would have to agree with you. No. I like yeah. Jim Duggan. Uh, I didn't think he was the right guy to be the first ever Royal Rumble winner. But, it, you know, it is it is what it is for that. So I would have to say no. But, you know. I wouldn't I wouldn't have mind seeing Harley win that. That would definitely because how much WWE, you know, yeah. goes big on Harley race. So I would have to say that. You know what I'm really shocked at is that nobody said Ultimate Warrior deserved to win. <laughs> like the Ultimate <laughs> Warrior was part of this. Why yeah. didn't he win? I mean, I yeah. know he went on to start fighting against Dino Bravo and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And this is what led to that feud. But still, Ultimate Warrior was in there, man. Uh, I mean, our, I got to say, our hometown hero, that's uh, Ultimate Warriors from my hometown. So, he? yes, he is. But, you know, he was still up and coming during that time, I think, too. So, yeah. Well, one man gang, Akeem, the African dream. <laughs> Jesus. I feel like he could have he could have definitely done something with that. Um, I remember yeah. having the one man gang action figure, the rubber action figure one, yeah. with the big rubber ones yeah yes, don't guys, move. back in the day they don't move they don't bend the action they don't figures. bend they don't do shit rubber. you yeah. have them like this yeah. flexing and that's all you get so when you fight you're like yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly but those were the best my cousin had a whole bag full like jake the snake's bag full of uh rubber <laughs> action figures it was amazing wow. but i have to tell you this the people have voted 100% say Jack, uh, Jack, Hacksaw Jim Duggan <laughs> deserves to win the Royal Rumble, the, the first place? ever. Really? Yes. I, I mean, so. oh. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> no. No. Uh, Why? Why, people? Come on now. Uh, oh, my God. Anyway, uh, yeah, there you go. There's your spotlight. I don't agree with it, but whatever um yeah all right Let, let's keep this because i'm disappointed right now seriously people come on now all right uh the question that had me dying uh but we had we were talking about it last week was who would win in a fight cardi b or sasha banks <laughs> uh yeah yeah uh darren metzler said what how bored are you <laughs> Damn. Uh, th- thanks, Darren. Appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, who? Uh, Vernon Hampton said, "Who booked this shit, brother?" It, you know, it, it was a question that we asked. We were just curious. Yeah. On who would really fight? I mean, like, like upon careful consideration and uh, listening to the show last week. Uh, you guys are straight up saying that Cardi B was hood and 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 Sasha wasn't. Where is Sasha from, anyways? Boston. Boston. She's from Boston. Okay. 
Boston. I mean, I, I, I would have to root for Cardi B because she's from my area in the Bronx. But um, I don't know, man. I mean, how many skerfuffles has she been in since she's been famous? She's just That's been true. doing a lot of Twitter wars and all this other shit. Um, can Sasha really fight? I can you- see that she may be able to. Mm-hmm. But like I said last week, uh, I feel like Cardi's got a hood style and afraid not to, you know, do anything, mm-hmm. you know. So that's a different kind of fight. That really, that really is. Mm-hmm. Like technically, maybe Sasha's got her, but if you want a ground for pound hood fight, I think Cardi. Okay. So yeah, got to say that. You still agree with that, Rick? Um, I'm looking into some details right now online. Right now, but first of all, they're both 28 years old. Wow, Sasha just turned 29, actually. Um, but they so uh, Cardi's gonna be turning 29 shortly. Mm-hmm. So this is crazy. They're both the same age. Um, uh, one's from Boston, one's from New York. You got that rivalry in itself, it's the, yeah. I'm telling you right now, I want to see this at SummerSlam. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, well, it's kind of hard because she's pregnant, so. Yep. Cardi's pregnant again? Yeah. Cardi's pregnant. Yep. Oh, That's- man. Oh, man. Then we're not going to see the SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. I really would have wished to see that at SummerSlam. I, I that would be I amazing. I think I would have liked to have seen this. Yeah. But here's Especially the thing. after Bad Bunny, what Bad Bunny did. Right? But yeah. see, that's the thing. You know, she would have to outdo Bad Bunny. Nah, she couldn't. There ain't no way. She would have to. No, no, no. She would just have to outdo Snooki. That's all she would have to outdo. No, no. no. Wow. You know what? She would have to out, outdo Snoop Dogg. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's as far as I'll go with it. Because Snooki didn't yeah. do that bad. Snoop Dogg did terrible. And Snoop yeah. Dogg, you know, he he, does, he did a little bit of uh, some skits with them, with WWE back in the day. I think it was with Chavez. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, he wasn't that bad then, but uh, his recent stunt of that horrible freaking frog splash. I'm like, no, brother. So I think he, um, I think he's gonna, uh, I think Cardi has to outdo him. <laughs> With wow. Horrible frog splash. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to stick with my guns and say Cardi uh, mops the floor with Sasha Banks. And that's solely based off of Wait, her being from New York. Cardi B. Cardi B is going to beat up on Sasha? Yeah. You think so? I was actually looking for the weight, but they don't put the weight for the women on Wikipedia. No, they don't. (laughs) They don't. I wonder why. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, Cardi, like, do they have at least her height? The height? Yes, they do. Let's check it out. I mean, because it seems like Cardi B is pretty tall. Yeah. You would think, right? How tall is Sasha? Sasha's not that tall. No, she's like five. Five, five, five maybe. That's what I was guessing. I don't know. They sure. don't have, they don't have Cardi B's height, but let's Dang. see if they have Sasha Banks' height. But you would think that they, Jesus, five, man. five to Sasha Banks. Wow, look at that. I was right. Okay, so about same height. Cardi B's five, five. Cardi B's five, three, five, three. Oh. Yeah, wow. Cardi B is five, three. Yeah, boy, she I makes herself larger than life, doesn't she? Yes, she does. All right, so does that change your votes? I think it does. I mean, it's only a two-inch difference, but still. 
<laughs> I mean, two inches is a big deal, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> um, uh, well, I, I don't know if it changes my mind. Uh, it doesn't mean at all. No, Cardi B is five foot two, five three, or five three, and Sauce mm. is five. Wow, wow. I don't. I still don't know if that changes my mind. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't me at all. I feel like Cardi would whip her ass. Mm. <laughs> But, but we're talking uh, wrestling. Yeah. Are we talking wrestling or in the street fight? We're talking about a scrap. I'm saying fight. About- yeah. Yeah. Street fight. Yeah. I think now, a street fight. Yeah. I, I have to go with Cardi on this one. Yeah. Uh, wrestling. Um, it's Sasha all it's day. Sasha. Sasha. Right. Yeah. yeah. But we're talking street fight, brawl, cat fight, <laughs> all at all. So, yeah. What you be watching? <laughs> Girls gone wild. Clay, wipe your mouth, Clay. Wipe your right. mouth. <laughs> your chin. Get your chin right there, Clay. Um, but wow. Okay. Sure. <laughs> well, I have the numbers. Oh boy. And 64% say Sasha Banks would whoop Cardi's ass. Wow. Really? 36% say Cardi would whoop Sasha. Wow. Wow. That oh, surprises shit. me. That really does. That yeah. Yeah, huh. we talk about Cardi B a lot on this show. Yeah, well, got to say that. Well, let's let's just break it down for the folks who who just tuned in. Why we're talking about this is because uh, they were at a Twitter war, right? Yeah, a while yeah. ago. Yeah, and I think it was during the time. I think it was Soldier Boy. Was it Soldier yeah. Boy and Randy? Soldier Boy and Norton. And so yeah. she she I guess came on and started doing her shit too about um, with Sasha. And then they started having this little Twitter war, and we were like, hmm, I wonder if they're trying to set this up for SummerSlam. And yep. uh, that, because that's what it looked like. That's what it looked like. And then, of course, what's the theme song for SummerSlam? It's one of Cardi B's songs. It's um, up and it's up and it's up and it's I up. I still have not heard that song. <laughs> but <laughs> how have you not heard that song? He lives on a rock. in new mexico um but uh no i mean i I would i i think i would be interested in this (laughs) i would i would yeah yeah i would too all right well there there you go people there's the numbers for you uh up next on our poll or post uh we have names as tag team it it is uh t-bag uh t-bar and mace Uh, see what I did there? Uh, <laughs> and T Bar, I mean, they're not going by retribution, are they? There's just no. Nope. Yep. All right. Well, here's some Jesus god awful answers. Uh, Ricky Jones, well, he was being nice. He said the gangsters, but uh, that was done before. Joshua Butler, he said the butthole surfers. <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong. Uh, uh, Marco Quiz, uh, this was stupid. He said Gold Dust and Booker T. Uh, Paul Tarango, he said Powers of Pain. Wow, no, no, come on, that's okay. been done. It has been done, yes, I do agree. Carlos Pinera said Demolition. What the fuck? What is what is going on? Orlando Wiley said The Shield. Oh my god, are we oh, really doing this today? Don't even compare them to The Shield. <laughs> are we really doing this today? No. People, what the fuck are you thinking? This was supposed to be funny. Um, Craig Covington Jr. said, Hide and Rock and Orlando Jordan. 
John Burnham says cast offs. Uh, Magnus Leisure, he says the re ascension. Uh, uh, said uh, stunted uh, potential. Uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> Jesse says bootleg ascension. Dumb and ass. Bell Biv Devoe. <laughs> no, oh, Bell Biv Devoe. Yeah. Uh, the revolution, and then somebody put a gif of uh, Dave Chappelle as Rick James. The revolution. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one's wrong. Jose Ortiz. He says Millie Vanilli. Girl, you know it. Girl, you know it. Well, that's because of Mason's hair. <laughs> yeah. Daryl Foster says kid and play. Alex uh, Ziegler. Oh, if he's related, he put a gif of Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> <laughs> I would laugh though. Uh, yeah. George Rodriguez says, Want a bees? Um, John Pryor uh, went a totally different direction and he says, Wish they had not been called up to the main roster. Dang. Not <laughs> uh, what we were asking. <laughs> Another one. Girl, you know it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Culture Club, that's wrong. Uh, Goat, no. <laughs> Ebony and Ivory, oh my god. Okay, it had to be one. Yeah, uh, Teabag and Maze, <laughs> <laughs> Twisted Sister. Oh, that's god. not bad. That's messed up. Uh, this Abu <laughs> Tarig, he put the letter C and the letter U, and then he said next Tuesday club. So I'll oh, put that all wow. together. See you next Tuesday, Club. Meaning, cunt. <laughs> LOD 2000. Uh, Angel Rolardo. He says, meow, meow. What, <laughs> 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 man? Out of all things, meow, meow is a good name for him. <laughs> oh, my God. Rick, you said you had a name for him. What, you, what did yeah, you Yeah, I, I got Law and Odor. No. Oh, no, ah. no, that one didn't work. I, didn't <laughs> I got, I got, got predators, predators. No, no, yeah, no, no. What do you guys got? Do you guys got one? Yeah, what do you got? I got one. That? No, I don't got one. No, <laughs> I couldn't think. You got one, Clay? I do not. I tried, and uh, <laughs> I, <failed>. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think they need to still go by retribution. That's the thing. So, what you're saying is by default, I'm the champion of naming tag teams. Nope. That's no, one never, no that's one, what you just said. Not one oh person my goodness, said that. I am the champion of naming <laughs> tag teams. This is amazing. But wow. you're not the five second shuffle champ. Oh, for now. Damn. For now. <laughs> for now. Damn. Yo, let's go to the end of the show right now. <laughs> Clay, shut that shit down. He's like, so oh, I'm geez. here. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> no, I don't have a name for these guys. I mean, oh, my God. And I'm normally good with names, but this one's a little difficult, uh, especially after their loss to the Lucha House Party. Anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> unbelievable. Unreal. Um, I, that's it for the polls, right? Yes, sir. All right. Yep. You know what? Let's go straight into the wrestling news from around the world. Take it away, Rick. All right. Before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. Yahoo! All right. Shelton Behamin turns 46 years old. Wow. 46 huh? and chasing after the 24-7 championship. Yes, Isn't he is. That sad. 
gosh, <laughs> that pissed me off. But go ahead. <laughs> we got a wildcat. Mark Merrow. Wow. Turns 58 years old. Wow. Wow. Yeah. No kidding. And he's doing a lot. He's doing very well for himself. He does, he does motivational speaking. Yes, he does. He's been doing nice. really well with that. Appreciate that. And, and um, there, was a, there was a viral video, actually, of him uh, talking to these kids and making them all yeah. cry because he was yeah. telling them straight up, you know. Um, he does a lot of good work. And, and also recently uh, he did a podcast and was making was saying stuff about WWE, not in a negative way, but he was talking about how Vince really liked him because how he did the Johnny B bad gimmick. Um, yep. And, uh, but something happened where he was, I guess Mark was against the whole steroid use and era or whatever. And he spoke out about it. So Mark Merrow says he is blackballed <laughs> from WWE because of that, because he spoke wow. out. So he says he doesn't see himself ever being in the uh, hall of fame. So, wow, that's sad. It is, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, Barry Windham, <laughs> my favorite horseman, turned 61 years old. <laughs> oh, Barry. Yeah. Uh, Hillbilly Jim, Sue-wee, turned 69 years old. He's not Dang. here to give a speech, is he? No, let's hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Sid Vicious turned 61 years old. Wow. Psycho wow. Sid, yeah. Yeah. Um, now here's where it gets interesting, gentlemen, mm-hmm. because the next two guys are my last two. They both turn the same age. Now yeah. you tell me, do they look like they're the same age? Gilbert turns 62 years old. Wow. Right. Mm-hmm. His counterpart, Kevin Nash, also turns 62 years old. Holy shit! Really? Wow. Wow. <laughs> Well, Gil- Gilbert looked 62 15 years ago. Yes. <laughs> Didn't uh, Gilbert here recently have a stroke? Yeah. Too? He yes, he did. Yes, he yeah, did. That's what I thought. I'm not making fun yeah. of that by any means. I mean, I mean, wrong time. No, 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 no. I'm not making fun of that, but I'm hey. I'm like, damn, Clay just like, uh, shot, you know, I'm like, where's Clay going with this? No, no, I'm just saying, you know, sometimes when you when you have a stroke, you age a lot no, more than he's good. He's, nah, he's been looking. I think he looks younger after the stroke. I mean, the guy <laughs> has been looking 62 for about 30 years. Yeah. Um, but Kevin yeah. Nash looks good for 62. Yeah. 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 He's older than Barry Windham and Psycho Sid. Is huh? he really? Yeah, I, he's a year I, older. A year. Yeah. Oh, shit. Wow. Uh, wow. So, um, Kevin Nash, heck? big sex act. Yeah. Dude, what are you yeah. doing? <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, it's now time for the wrestling news from around the world. As said earlier in the show, Jimmy Uso was arrested again for the fourth time for blowing a .205, so his fourth DUI. Um, Jimmy, get some help, bro. Get some help. Um, Dana Brooke gets engaged. To who? So, so she's uh, with an MMA guy. I don't have the name. Oh, but, okay. uh, Remember she, she was with Batista a while ago. Yeah, yep. she. Oh well, she's been wanting to smash and crash. No, mm-hmm. um, okay. So I guess she did that. Speaking of getting raw, 
um, Monday Night Raw had its all-time low rating of all time, of all the times And so did world. SmackDown, too. It did, but Monday Night Raw has been around longer. <laughs> and and, SmackDown uh, had the lowest of the, of the two. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, since 1993, since Monday Night Raw has been running, it's been its lowest ever of all time. So uh, they got to do some fixing around with that. With that being said, it's now time for the NXT UK report with our UK correspondent, Matt Novak. Hello again, and welcome back to the NXT UK report. Nathan Fraser vs. Kenny Williams kicked off the night in what was a highly technical bout, with Fraser dominating the majority of the match, but failing to put the match to bed. He suffered an Irish mid-match which caused him a lot of issues and ultimately got too much and allowed Williams to take advantage and pick up the win. This was a very good match and both men really disciplined in the ring. Mark Andrews was next up, facing off against one half of the tag team champs, Pretty Deadly's Lewis Hawley. Uh, there was a stipulation added to the match that if Andrews wins, Subculture would be granted a title match and aim to become the first two-time tag champs. The match had some really solid sequences and had a really good flow to it. Um, Andrews picked up the win via a beautifully executed shooting star press after a fairly long match and in turn secured their title match. Blair Davenport made her debut next. She came to the ring looking a million bucks. Her entrance gear and music really fitted her character. She was facing off against another deputant, Laura DiMatteo, who did her role perfectly and made Blair Davenport look great. Davenport picked up the win fairly easily and then put the whole women's division on notice in a promo after the match. Her experience in other promotions really showed here and she's someone who will no doubt elevate this women's division. Sid Scala broke the news in a backstage segment next that in two weeks we'll have the rematch for the NXT title between Walter and Dragunov. This promises to be an epic encounter so that's something to really look forward to. Additionally, he announced that we'll be getting a contract signing next week between the two men so let's see what happens there. On the main event, Trent Seven faced off against Eddie Dennis. These two men really are at the top of their game and take the brand to the next level with their addition to the roster. Seven has got into amazing shape recently and took Dennis a long time into this match. And after firing off some outside interference from the other members of Symbiosis, hit the Birmingham Hammer for the pin. But as soon as the bell rung, Symbiosis rushed the ring and began to beat down Seven before Bate came to make the save, wielding a set of nunchucks, kind of like the turtles. This match was one of the best I've seen on a show to date this year. I know I keep championing people to move over onto the main NXT roster, but I honestly feel when the Undisputed Era broke up, Dunn should have reunited British Strong Style and brought Seven and Bate over. I'm not sure what else they can do really now to impress and be called up to take that next step. This is Matt Novak, and that is the NXT UK Report. All right, thank you very much for that, Matt. Tony Diaz. That's the man. Let's get some rumors. All right, John Cena is now free from his acting responsibilities from The Peacemaker, and he is locked. He is a lock for SummerSlam, they're saying. Uh, his new film, Argyle, a spy thriller with an absolute all-star cost will film in Europe in August. It's unclear how Cena will make the filming work, but he is not missing SummerSlam for this new project. So wow. it seems like Cena really wants to be committed to SummerSlam this year. Uh, huh? I said, all right. Oh, we'll okay. Uh, WWE executive offered Zelina Vega an apology before making an offer to her uh, for her return to the company. So they said they were sorry. Okay. <laughs> sure. 
Uh, Roderick Strong recently signed a new deal with WWE, and they have big plans for him in NXT throughout the rest of the year. So he might be in line for a push. Excited? Uh, no. Me neither. Uh, <laughs> and finally, Rey Mysterio and his son Dominic recently took to Twitter to express their desire to bring back the former faction known as the Latino World Order. No. No. <laughs> Why not? No, because no, it, it would have to be led by Ray, and Ray is the worst ever to talk, and I don't want to hear what he has to say. I don't. I, no. You know, though, if they did bring the, the LWO back, who should lead it? Santos Escobar. Ooh. Bring, yes. One. Bring that faction in. Ooh. Have them lead it. Hmm. I think you got Just something thought. there. Just a thought. I think you got something there, my friend. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but Lucha House Party, should they be in it? No. No, 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 no. no. Angel Garza. Angel Garza. Angel. Yeah. Umberto. Now, listen, I'm not saying exactly this, but Angel could be a version of Eddie Guerrero. Well, they do look at him like that. I can see him like that. Yeah. Yeah, especially when he's chasing the 24-7 title. I know, right? Yeah. Eddie Guerrero all day. Yeah. (laughs) I'm surprised he didn't do the the shape like that (laughs) while he was chasing it. (laughs) Right. There you go. All right. right. So that's my rumors. Uh, Clay, injury. Unfortunately, some bad news. Uh, Rick's girl, Bailey, uh, yes. possible torn ACL and is out for nine months. Ouch. <sighs> you know, this one hurts because I felt like she was going to win the title against uh, Bianca Belair. Yeah. Um, I felt like she was going to win and then get cast in on. Um, mm-hmm. But... This one is a stinger for sure. I yeah. uh, I really think um, one of the things I really appreciated about Bailey was her take on the Thunderdome. You know, she was probably my favorite part of the Thunderdome. She had probably the best title run out of everybody in the Thunderdome. Um, look but at Oscar. You you said her take on the Thunderdome, which was what? Her title reign. No. I thought you meant like she, she had an opinion about the Thunderdome. Oh no, no, no! Just, just her title reign. Her okay. title reign in itself—it was something that wasn't boring. Right, Everybody yeah. else seemed to be Oscar, Drew McIntyre. They just seemed boring as champion. She actually well, I mean, brought something you know, to the just, table. Just to, just to be fair, though, it is the Thunderdome. No, and it's, it's difficult. It is very hard, but and she I agree with you said. But she, she did made it work while the others yeah. didn't. Yeah, she found the way, and this this sucks, man. Nine months, she's gonna miss Mania again. It looks like. You think she'll miss Mania? I think nine months is before. April. Is it? Could, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Do you That's... think they'll change the date for Mania for her? Because I <laughs> uh, <laughs> come back early. She, she may I come mean, back early. She could. Yeah. There's been several wrestlers that have come back before you know, before they say they were yeah. going to. So yeah. it could be a possibility. I mean, she's missing Survivor Series. She's missing uh, the Rumble. Rumble. So she ain't going yeah. back for that. Now, nope. but here's my thing, though. Don't make it. Uh, don't ruin it by saying the return of Bailey. Make that, it a surprise. A hundred percent. Make it a surprise. Yeah. It's a damn shame. 
Yep. Sad. Sad news this week. Yep, for sure. Uh, what else you got, Clay? That's the only injury I have this week. That's Sorry. the only injury that matters. <laughs> While Rick is wiping his tears, let's go straight into the hot tag news this week, which is, which was, uh, what was your favorite uh, moment of the Thunderdome era? Yeah. Rick, what was your favorite well, moment? Well, my favorite moment was uh, Bailey being champion, but I think our hot tag news of the week this week was going to be uh, Johnny Gargano. Does he deserve another championship opportunity? No. <laughs> no. No, right? It's nope. a simple Gargano. Another opportunity at the championship. When are they going to change things for this guy? But let me tell you what? something. What, what's getting me really upset about it, though, is that Karrion Cross, Johnny Gargano. Yep, the height no. difference. It's you, not believable. It's not. It's but not. not only, but but what? All right. Let me let me rephrase that. From what you said, it's not believable, Clay. Okay. Johnny is a is playing the heel role. It looks like. Yeah. And so is carrying cross. Mm-hmm. So no, it it doesn't work. Like if Jargano, if Gargano was a super baby face, then I can see this working. But you got Johnny cutting these promos on carrying like he's gonna whoop his ass. It's like, dude, no. Yeah. You couldn't even tie my wife's boots, really? That's the line that you give. Yeah. Oh, terrible. Don't like it. Never liked Johnny Gargano to begin with anyway. Yeah, we, we we definitely had issues with Johnny Gargano on this show. Where yeah, it's just but like, because he's it has to be believable. Inventing yeah. the damn takeovers. Every Everything. one of them. Yep. Every one of them. But the thing is with me, and I've kind of noticed this on NXT, when Cross and Gargano had that little segment there, I felt like the crowd was trying to get Johnny, oh, like Johnny, it seemed like it, baby right? face. Yes, yeah. like trying to make him like Johnny wrestling and trying yeah. to make him, but I'm like, he's trying to play a heel. It's yeah. just, it's confusing on who's heel, who's face, who's, you know, mm-hmm. that. I just kind of noticed that. So I didn't, I didn't yeah. know where they were going with that. Yeah. No, I agree with you because that's what it seemed like at one point. Right. But, <sighs> no Scarlet with, with, uh, carrying this week. Yeah, I That's don't know what shame. they're doing. I don't know what they're doing. I'm scared for her. Mm-hmm. So am I. All right, Rick, yeah. what are your thoughts? What are your final thoughts on that? Final thoughts is uh, Johnny Gargano, unfortunately, needs to go to the main roster. That's what I think. <laughs> That's the only way to save his career, I feel like. He is... Really? You know what? No, I want to change that. Because it's not to save his career. Because... People fucking love this guy. They love him. They love that he gets all these opportunities. I don't get it. I don't so, either. no, not to save his career. To save my interest in Johnny Gargano, <laughs> put him to the main roster so he can go for the mid-titles. He will be a great Intercontinental Champion. He'll be a great United States Champion. I see him as a great 24-7 Champion, in my opinion. But he <laughs> he would be a great mid-card Champion in the WWE. So send his ass to the main roster already um, because he's done everything there is to do in NXT. Time for a change. Clay, do you agree with Rick? You know, unfortunately, (laughs) I would have to say I I do agree. Not that Rick's 
wrong. The fact is, I don't want to see Johnny on the main roster. I just don't. <laughs> I, I don't want to see it. I don't want to believe it. But, but, the, but here's the thing, though. I think if he does go to the main roster, I don't think he'll get that many championship main event opportunities as he would he as if he yeah. stayed in NXT. He so may maybe get that the, would be a good thing. He may get the Daniel Bryan effect, honestly. <laughs> Do you think? That, I, I mean, would take a while. I think. I, don't, I, I yeah. think. Just him and Sami Zayn could do a program together. Him and Dolph Ziggler could do a program together, and guys like that. But to get to the title picture, Royal Rumble winner kind of thing, money that's in the bank take a winner. Years. Yeah, that'll take a couple of years. I think. Mm-hmm. I just feel like with the with the crowd itself of how people love Johnny Gargano for some you know some reason. I don't get it. Uh, Who knows. Yeah, right. I just I could see him getting that Daniel Bryan effect going. It'd be he's not Daniel Bryan, but it, no. I don't know. Just I'm calling it how I see it. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's your hot tag news for the week. And uh, those that are out there, if you have any suggestions or you want us to talk about a certain hot tag news for the week. Drop us a line on our Facebook page, and then we'll talk about it for the next week's episode. So there you are. We need content, people. We yes. love content. We, we we thrive on content. Say so, it one more time. We thrive on content. Is that yes. uh, that's what you want? Okay. Um, with that being said, we're going to take a quick pause for the cause. When we come back, we have This Week in Wrestling. Hey, everybody. Ted DiBiase, the main dollar man. Make sure to listen to the Wrestling POV podcast. <laughs> This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to the Wrestling POV Podcast. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOV and pick up a t-shirt today from the Wrestling POV Podcast. We have five t-shirts all available for you for $19.99 plus shipping and handling. You don't want to miss out on these great opportunities. Five great t-shirts. It helps us run these shows, so make sure you purchase a shirt today. Um, we have Wrestling POV Podcast, what you're listening to right now with myself, Tony Diaz, and Clay Cummings. We go over everything WWE, as well as Matt Novak goes over NXT UK. So you don't want to miss out on the, this great show because it's hilarious. Yes. And, of course, you have the greatest Wrestling POV Podcast champion of all time on the show as well, Rich Round the Third. Um, let's not forget you have Wrestling POV Global every Thursday with TJ Logan, Elio Canella, and Andy Anderson. They go over everything AEW, MLW, um, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact. They go over everything, and they go deep dive into Dynamite, and they go over every single match from beginning to end. Don't miss out on that. Great Canadian fun. Also, we have WPOV Aftermath, where they go. we go over everything of a pay-per-view. We go through each match. We give our opinions, and we also crown a Wrestling POV Podcast champion and we crown the loser of them all, the Rick's Round of the Turd Award winner. Very prestigious and, award. And I will be getting back into uh, the, pot, the pay-per-view points game shortly after this plug for Wrestling POV Quarantine, which you don't want to miss out on every Wednesday, where we have random wrestling topics going over on our YouTube-based show. Uh, we have wrestling historians, wrestling legends, wrestling up-and-comers, authors, and so much more come on to the show with our panel of uh, Wrestling POV as well. We talk everything about wrestling. Um, Going back into the pay-per-view points game, guys, 
after Money in the Bank, we are coming back with our NASCAR-style pay-per-view points game for one year to crown the Wrestling POV champion who will re- be receiving the Wrestling POV Podcast Championship belt, the custom-made belt. You don't want to miss out on that opportunity. It is coming back for SummerSlam. SummerSlam will be the first event, and we're going to go a whole year. And you know what, guys? We're not stopping there. Not only are we going to be doing WWE pay-per-views, we're going to also be doing AEW pay-per-views for the pay-per-view points game. So you don't want to miss out. There's many opportunities for you guys to get this championship belt custom-made. Also, to add on, every winner of the pay-per-view points game for each pay-per-view will be receiving a Wrestling POV Podcast T-shirt from us. So you don't want to miss out on this great opportunity we want to. We want you to take this belt from us, and let's see if you guys can do that. We'll it's, see. It's basically the wrestling POV crew versus everybody. Yes. Let's go. So we're not taking to, this belt from us. We're trying nope. to prevent the fans, the people, from taking this custom-made belt from us, because if one of us win it, it stays with us. But a fan yeah. can win it, and it will be sent to your home. So a lot of good deals, especially the newsbreaker of adding AEW pay-per-views. So those that are out there, though, if you're not familiar with the NASCAR rules, uh, basically go go look it up. It's not very difficult, but it does mean you have to play every pay-per-view if you want to stay in it to win it. Whoa! In it to win it? That's amazing. How did you do that, Tony? You know, it it just popped up in my head just like that. Wow. Wow. Speaking of popped up in your head. Nobody can see. Let's get raw. All right. Let's go straight on to raw. (laughs) Low points. I'll start off with the low point for me. It was R-Truth, Riker versus Elias. uh, (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I gave it a 0.5 because I'm just like, all right, seriously, you brought our truth into this. I'm like, oh, okay. And then he chases the 24 7 title. Yep. Ridiculous, churlish. And I hated it. Um, yeah, I gave it a 0.5. Uh, Rick, what did what was your little point? Yeah, I gave the same thing a 0.5, but to be a little different, I gave a one to Nia, Shayna, Eva, and Dewdrop defeating uh, who was that? Uh, Naomi. <laughs> Alexa, <laughs> Nikki Ash. Really? Why? It, it, it was, was just bad. No, it was that bad. Any? Wow. I'm sorry. I can think of other things that was worse than that. Listen, first of all, the fact that Eva Marie was in it and I gave it a low point shows you something <laughs> that, about it, okay? That surprised me. Uh, honestly. Uh, <laughs> I don't like Nikki Ash. I don't yeah. like Nia Jax. Uh, Naomi is struggling right now. Um, this whole match and Oscar, uh, anything with Oscar in it is just I'm over. I'm over anything with Oscar. <laughs> it's like she needed to take time off and she did it. And she did. Um, no. And I'm over this rivalry. If you want to call it a rivalry at this point, no, um, no. you you basically just squashed the Money in the Bank participants by having them lose this match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now like it just didn't make sense to me, but um, yep. yeah, so that's why I gave it a one. That's my low points of raw. Right. 
My low points for me it had to be the R-Truth and Jackson Riker versus Cedric Alexander and Elias. I give it a point five. This whole thing was just garbage in general. Like I was I was kind of excited for Truth because I was like, oh, he's actually getting a match on Raw. Yeah. And, and he takes off. Right. And another way to be different, I did not like the whole Charlotte medical update with Rhea Ripley. <gasps> you didn't like that? I did not. I, I, genius, I, I, I laughed with Rhea Ripley. I think we really, yeah. really did make that segment it, something because I was I was too I agree with you with Charlotte doing that but then when Rhea came out and started mocking her I was like oh Rhea just saved this fucking segment because she was mocking her and, and it was just it was it was her way I think because we made this comment before that uh, she was uh, being compared way too much was charlotte so i think mm-hmm. this was her way of saying you want me to go? okay well look i'm <laughs> so i thought it was i thought the segment was good i thought it was funny i think she yeah. saved it though she did and to a point where i just gave it a one instead of that <laughs> i would give it a point five she <laughs> just what a save me, Rhea. <laughs> yeah it just to me it just wasn't there and then plus then they both throw you know the crutches away and then they're fighting it's yeah. like what was this whole reason for? Like, I just, but I, but I, I think the the rivalry between these two is not bad. Uh, no, because I don't think really, it's terrible. Really, no, no. <laughs> I think they, it's terrible. These, these two are really going at it with each other. Like, they're making it seem like there is hatred between those two, and that's what I like like about this. I'm not, I'm not really getting bored with it. I'm just like, all right, this is seeming real, and I mean because. Rhea decked Charlotte in the mouth a couple weeks ago. I was like, oh shit, there's gonna be some yeah. receipts there. So and that's what I like, you know. So uh high point. Uh for me, I gave it to Ricochet Morrison again, uh with a three and a half. It it was good. I thought it was this was good. And and the second close, I gave it to AJ versus Riddle. I gave that a three, but uh, Ricochet Morrison, man, they got something there. They yes, got they something there, but like what Rick said last week, uh, those high fly crazy stunts, uh, they won't be able to do that when a live crowd returns unless they go yeah. to the back and record earlier <laughs> and do that. But I really honestly, I still think they can still do a good match anyway. But um, to me, this is the one that stood out the most. Uh, Rick, what was your high point? My high point was uh, Riddle defeating AJ Styles. I gave it a three. I thought it was a really competitive match. I thought AJ was great. I think Riddle is really, really one of the best things going right now in professional wrestling as a whole. Um, also, uh, Jinder Mahal backstage, man. I just got to say, as a side note, he still got that bald patch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he tried to try to keep his left side just showing, but he ended up moving to the right and showed the bald patch. So I just wanted to mention that out there as well. Um, and, and just another side note, Ali defeating Mansoor. Where are they going with this? What are uh, they doing? It might be a tag. I'm I'm assuming. I think they're gonna be. Yeah. A tag. yeah. But Mansoor with like. that hair does not go. Like, that's a baby. Yeah, that's a baby yeah. face hairstyle. Yeah, it's like it didn't. Like when he had the wild looking long hair, that kind yeah. of fit him. But yeah, this little uh, hairdo that he's got now, it's not. It's not cutting it. It's 
not cutting it. Oh, it's not cutting it. <laughs> Come on, Meg. You got to give me my props. <laughs> All right, high points, Clay. My highest point, I had to give to AJ Styles for his riddle. I gave it a three and a half. Just these, AJ, always great work. Uh, riddle, again, like I said last week, he's starting to become one of my favorites. This whole match in general was great. Yeah, it sure was. Um, the, uh, uh, what was he talking about? The riddle match, right? The riddle yeah. match about how AJ was just killing it with, yeah. with riddle on a regular. Now, now, let me ask you a question. Since we're talking about that match, do you think that, uh, it's time for AJ to, uh, get rid of the tag belts and go for a singles run? I mean, I think so. What's, what's happening with these tag team titles in both shows? It's just seems like exactly. <laughs> They're not doing anything with it. No, no. Um, all right, Clay, you want to finish what you were saying? Yeah, basically, uh, AJ versus Riddle was three and a half for me. I thought this was a great match. AJ, you know, did his thing, always does. Uh, Riddle, yeah. again, becoming one of my favorites. He can work with everybody. So, and how they sold his uh, ankle injury, that was that was pretty good through the entire match. Yeah, yeah. Viking getting in the very beginning when he fell off the ladder He's yeah like, hey almost we're about the same height give me a high five <laughs> yeah i with you bro uh, <laughs> and uh speaking of riddle um he was who was he talking to i don't know who he was talking to. he wasn't talking to us but um priest? he was huh priest was it no, no, priest? No, no, no. he was on a show and uh, oh talking gotcha. about how he went up to because remember what was it i Oh my God! I will have to say, a couple of years ago, there was a little bit of heat between Riddle and Seth Rollins um, because uh, Riddle's wife uh, yes. made a comment about Becky Lynch and stuff like that. And and um, it was during. Remember that one Royal Rumble when Seth just went in and just kind of got out because he didn't want to do a program. He didn't want to yeah. get in the. It was Survivor Series. Was it Survivor Series? Yeah, he got yes, eliminated yes, yes, right yes. away because he didn't want to get involved. Yeah. Right. It was that during that time, and uh, Riddle went up to him and like Seth would snub him, you know, like ah, fuck you, you know, like just kept on walking, and then finally Riddle got a chance to talk to him and told him, "Listen, I don't agree with what my wife said, so um, from me, you know, I'm gonna I apologize and I apologize for her too." And you know, Seth came out and was shocked and said, "I did not expect that from you." <laughs> So, but, you know, no, Riddle came out and apologized on his behalf and his wife's behalf and was just like, I didn't agree with with what my wife said. And I'm truly sorry. I hope we can work a program later on down the road, you know. So, you know, it was good to, to hear shit like that. But uh, Riddle, I think uh, they got something with Riddle. I tell you that much. Um, but my question to you is, um, as, as any stand-up comedian – and I'm bringing this up for a reason. As any stand-up comedian, every time you go up on that show, you do a show, It's you got to keep these people laughing. Um, I, it's just like what I say about the knock-knock joke. Everybody knows when I say that. You know, it's, it's a constant thing over and over and over. It's the same shit. After a while, it's not going to be funny. Uh, you think Riddle has what it takes to keep this momentum going as, as a – I don't want to say a comedy act – but it is quite funny. Uh, but do you think he has what it takes to keep this going? You know? Uh, yeah, I think I think he really does because yeah. 
he he has this perfect equal equality about where he could be funny yeah. and where he could be serious at yeah. the same time. So it's like I feel like Riddle could pull it off, make sure make you know funnier stuff every week and keep this keep the ball rolling. I yeah. could see him pulling it off. Yeah. And I completely disagree. I think the funny stuff is running its course. I, I think, think so. Uh, uh, the Randy <laughs> and the whole thing with the key and the zip in his lip and all that stuff. I'm just like, bro, you're a grown ass man. What are you doing? Like, I get it. It's supposed to be funny, but it was funny the first couple of times. Now it's just like, Randy, come on, bro. Uh um, is running his course. Not to say that he's not the best. Like I said, he is the best thing going in WWE right now. Um, like his wrestling style and everything is really good. Um, but I am getting a little sick of this whole arcade bro thing. And here we go. You are. Honestly, every time I try to do something fun or exciting, you make it not that way. I hate so much about the things that you choose to be. Damn. Yeah. They <laughs> <laughs> got you this week, Rick. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Overalls. <laughs> Before I go with my overalls, though, I do got a question on my side notes. Uh, Rick, did you forget about your uh, schoolboy count? Oh, yes, I did. Because <laughs> there was a couple of them I've been noticing lately uh, yeah. on all brands. They, they're doing a lot of pins with the schoolboy again. So you might bring it back. back. (laughs) Yep. I got to bring it back. You might have to bring that back because I saw it. And and I immediately put it on my notes because I I didn't want to forget it because I have been sitting every time I see it. I'm like, oh, shit, Rick's fucking schoolboy count. I I keep forgetting to write it down, but I wrote it down this week and and you, you might have to bring it back. Yeah, you might have to bring it back because I've seen, I think, one too many of it this week or not in the past several weeks. Um, all right. Overall, I gave Raw a 2.05 this week. Rick. I gave it a 1.8. Clay. I gave it a 1.9. Wow. All right. With that being said, it's now time for AEW Dynamite. Boom. Boom. Wait, road Rager. Yeah. The what? The Road Rager. Oh, yeah. they're on the road sure. the first time. Um, low points of Road Ranger, I have to say, was the Ricky Starks Brian Cage promo. I gave it a 0. 0.5. Um, absolute Ricky Starks is absolute trash. I don't Amen. like, I do not like Ricky Starks. Wow, Brian Cage, I do not like what Ricky Starks said about his wife either. FTW stands for wife, so uh, oh, yeah. instead of saying fuck the world, it was mm-hmm. fuck the wife. Um, oh, no. that was disrespectful. In uh, all kinds of ways. For a mediocre fucking rivalry, you're going to go and say something like that. Um, No, Mm -hmm. that was my lowest point, point five. Tony, what was your low points of AEW? Oh, boy, you really want to know. I do. Okay. Uh, Archer, that that, that segment. How dare you? Let me finish. Let me finish. Go ahead. That segment that they did with that promoter guy. Dan Lambert. Uh, Dan Lambert, yeah. I hated everything about it. You wow. You know why? why? Even why? though he did take that bump, I give him credit. And that's the only reason why I gave it a 0.5 is because he took that bump. But you <laughs> had Masvidal 
and Nunez there. Yep. They did nothing. Exactly. Did nothing. They had an opportunity right there. And yep. they did nothing with them. Masvidal could have easily came in the ring, uh, did a punch, just a deuce fucking. So, or it, I think the crowd would have popped big time if Nunez came in and was like, right up to Lance, yo, I'll fuck you up. I don't give a damn how. I, I, it was ruined. It was yes. ruined. Granted, yes. the guy can't cut a promo, seems like. I was going to say that. Yeah. But it was it was garbage. It made no sense. Okay. It, they were planting the seeds, but they did it. Nothing grew because they had Masvidal and you had Nunez right there and they did nothing with them. Honestly, and I think Andy Anderson said this on Global. He says WWE does storytelling right compared to AEW. If these guys were in, in WWE, they definitely would have done something. Nunez and Masvidal, they definitely would have done something. They would have made them do something. Hey, throw a shot. You know, even if it was, it was, but they did nothing. They just showed Nunez is the baddest woman. Fuck Ronda Rousey. She is the baddest woman in the fucking planet. And you did nothing with her. Nothing. Masvidal is the BMF champion. Okay. If you don't know what that is, fucking go to the Google. And they did nothing with him. Instead, you had this dude that nobody, I didn't even know who the fuck he was. I had to look him up. <laughs> I really did. No, so would that be like, there's three of us. Two out of the three didn't know who the fuck he was. So what does that tell you? That tells you that you need to watch MLW. That tells you you have to know who American top team is in the UFC. Well, let me tell you this. <laughs> Dan Lambert cut probably one of the greatest promos I've heard in eons. Shut that promo ass. was... No, he did not. That, that promo was, was so promo. old school. It was good. It was, it was old, good. It was somewhat old school, but come on, man. Nobody. He didn't stutter. Three he didn't make a mistake. Only, only one out of the three knew who he was. Man. He did. He took those bumps. I give him props for that. Yeah. But I was more upset. I mean, it's nothing against the guy. I'm just like, who the fuck is he? And why is he cutting his pretty good promo? But it was I was upset because Lance Archer came out, beat the fuck out of him, which was okay. But Nunez and Masvidal did nothing. They Why? probably have a fight coming up. It doesn't matter. No, they so don't. Because there's a fight tonight with McGregor. They're not on the card. So they're fighting till next month. So I don't hear that shit. I they still, I see they still could have done a little bit of something. They, just, they did something by just being there. But you I'm saying in the ridiculous. ring. No. By saying in the ring. No, exactly. they don't need to get in the ring. They probably yes, they have, they're probably in training. Yes, oh. they do. Those are the two biggest stars of UFC, and they did nothing except wave. There. That's it. Masvidal is a heel in UFC, and he did nothing. <laughs> Come on. Well, after his last loss, I think he became a baby face. Yeah, he became a baby face. <laughs> <laughs> Play, what's your low points of AEW? Well, I'm going to add to it that oh, whole thing. wasn't done. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Jesus Christ. No, I'm kidding. No, I gave it a 0.5. Go ahead, Clay. <laughs> no, I'm just going to add to exactly what Tony said, the whole Dan Lambert promo. I had honestly going into this, I had no idea who he was. I knew who Moskov was and I knew who Nunez was. But the fact that they didn't do anything 
like Tony said, in the ring at all. AEW would have gotten multimedia like crazy if at least one mm -hmm. of them two did something. Like either like not realistically realistically punch Lance Archer, but at least try to show up like that would have gave them so much media and they ruined it by doing it. Now I'm not saying Dan Lambert's promo was terrible. It was actually pretty decent for somebody like myself, not knowing who he was, he did cut a good promo and took a good bump. Mm -hmm. But the fact that this was just so random, it was just so random. I just, I didn't, I give it a 0.5. I did not enjoy it at all. Wow. Wow. So, all right. All right. Well, my high points of AEW this week was the Young Bucks <laughs> defeating Penta and Eddie Kingston again in the street fight. Gave it a three. Um, first of all, the Young Bucks outfits with their jorts was amazing. They had the cigarette earrings, uh, the bandanas, all that. I'm not a huge fan of yeah. thumbtacks, but they made it work. Um, I thought this was a great match. I gave it a three overall. A little too dangerous, though, putting them Oh, of course. Mouth, that's though. that's what they do on AEW, though. They do the fucking reckless behavior stuff. It's, um, it's churlish as well. But I gave it a three. Um, also, uh, another point uh, I gave a 2.5 was to Malachi Black's appearance. Yes. Mm. Um, now, this could have been a lot higher had it not been with Arn Anderson and Cody Rhodes. Mm -hmm. And also because of Excalibur. Oh, that, that's Tommy. That's Tommy End. Mm -hmm. That's Tommy. No, it's Malachi Black. Yep. Why are we calling him Tommy End? It's Malachi Black. Yeah. Malachi Black. Malachi <laughs> Black. Tony. Why is he called Tommy End? <laughs> What's the deal with Tommy End? Is the deal with a Malachi Black? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, fell reference people. Come on, get it right. Uh, my high point, no, I agree with you. It was Young Bucks versus Penta and Eddie Kingston. I gave it a three and a half, though. Uh, I thought that was it was a really good match. That's the only thing that honestly kept me entertained. Um, but uh, before we go on to Clay, uh, I did want to we uh, point out about the fan that came yes. in. Uh, now there was a there's a story behind that. Okay. Um, but before I go into that story. Uh, did you guys notice uh, Jericho in the, while they were doing this promo? Every time they cut to him, did you guys notice yeah. what he was doing in, in there? He, he looked pissed. No, no, he was oh. giving he was giving MJF uh, times. If you know, go watch really? it again because there was one point like uh, when MJF was talking, Jericho was like this, doing this, and then he when the camera got on him and he knew. He quickly put his hand away, and the, the camera actually went off. Wow. About another minute later, you see Jericho like this, doing this. And then another minute later, you see Jericho going like this. So he was giving him times of his promo, like, you have three minutes, kid. And then he, when he was caught in, and then he was counting down every minute for, for uh, MJF. So, huh. yeah. Wow. Yeah, go, go, go look back and watch it. It's like, wow, you – Really, Jericho? You have to give him time. <laughs> but either way. All right. So now back to the story. So apparently the fan that tried coming in, number one, you know, we've discussed this before. I hate fucking when people do that. It's stupid. Yep. But Jim Cornette, uh, apparently this dude did it for Jim Cornette. <laughs> and 
at first, now this is what's puzzling to me. I got to look more into it. So just take this with a grain of salt. But at first, um, Jim Cornette was against it. He was just like, you know, that's fucking stupid. I hope next time you do it, I hope everybody fucking gets a shot at you and blah, 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 blah. blah. But then um, I guess he was also quoted as praising this kid for doing this for him. Or he sent him to do that for some reason or another. So I don't know what the exact truth is, but that's what's been going around in the interwebs. So uh, once I find out more, you know, if it's true, it's like, come on, Jim, now, now you're being an asshole. Um, yeah. It's just, to me, that's just stupid. So yeah, I just wanted any, to throw it out there. Any fan that does that shit is so fucking stupid. I, I just no. can't stand any any like in that not just pro wrestling just like in nba mlb nfl yeah. you do that, you do that shit you're a fucking idiot i'm yeah. just telling you straight up and i oh. hope you get your ass beat oh yeah by whoever you know whoever attacks you on the field or in the I, ring i tell you the most justified it, one i could always remember is with the hall of fame when that guy tried to uh yeah get Bret Hart yeah and uh, was it Dax or was it the other guy? I think it was the other guy. I gave him a fucking shot, boy. Pow! Right when they were escorting him out, yo, he decked him hard. And Davy yeah. Boy Smith Jr. jumped in on this shit, and and Ronda's husband jumped in. I was like, whoa, they messing this dude up. So just remember, if you uh, try to do some dumb shit like that, especially in a professional wrestling environment. Mm -hmm. uh just be prepared that you're gonna get fucked up <laughs> it's and not funny. that situation it's not funny i've been in that it's situation not funny before too and trust yeah. me we all got our fucking uh shots in so <laughs> where were we and that's that's the thing too like not going on to this and i'm sorry to do this but you you're just getting fans back in arenas just and you're about to see a show exactly and then these jackasses come in this like that it's just sad it really yeah. is exactly exactly yep so all right clay high points of aew oh yeah high points <laughs> high points for me was also the young bucks versus eddie kingston penta i gave it a three thought this match was really solid um not surprised again that the young bucks retained the titles um and I just thought this was a solid match overall, so I gave it a three. Now, I, I just want to throw this out there. What are your guys' thoughts on the Young Bucks appearing every week and actually having decent matches every single week? Um, what are your thoughts on that? Pretty good, I really think. I feel like they play a good heel. Uh, they make the match entertaining itself, so I don't mind it. I've made this comment before. And I'm sticking to it. I'm a fan of the Young Bucks' matches. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. And I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell you this about the Young Bucks. For me, I appreciate them because they make me excited. I wish they mm -hmm. open up every single Dynamite. That's how excited I am when I watch their matches. They really set the bar. When they close out the show, I, I'm just like, ugh. Because, like, we had Cody defeating QT Marshall in a strap match to open up the show, and it just wasn't the same as if the Young Bucks opened up the show. So I guess that's what I'm trying to get with it is, like, the Young Bucks are just really, really a really good tag team that I really want to see every single week. Now let me throw this question at you. 
to the voltages. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they should have closed out the show with Alistair? Oh, I'm sorry, Malachi Black debuting, or yes, with the championship yes. match? No, the with the debut of Malachi yeah. Black. Are you yeah. kidding me? The, the thing of it is they were planting the seeds already when they shut yep. the lights off or flickering, whatever they were doing. So nobody really thought of, oh, somebody's coming. You know, nobody. If they would have done that throughout the show, a lot of people would have been like, what the fuck? You know, people get your shit together. But, but the commentators, please, they they don't entertain it either. Just saying, oh, we got some power issues here or whatever. No, just leave it. At, probably at one point during one of these lame-ass matches, do it for a good five seconds and yeah. then mm-hmm. come on up, back up, and then have the, oh, sorry, folks, we were experiencing technical difficulties, just to make it somewhat believable. Then that way towards the end, when he debuted, shit. Yeah. That would have been a great way to close out AEW. But exactly. You no, know, we're only a podcast. Yeah. Yes, the best podcast of the best. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of sure, overalls, overall, I gave AEW this week a 2.1. Tony? I gave AEW a 1.45. Wow. Wowzers. Clay? I didn't like I gave I gave AEW a 1.8. All right. Clay? All right. We're going right into NXT. My low points for NXT and... <laughs> the hit row celebration. I, as much as I'm trying to like this group <laughs> and trying to fathom what is going on here, none of those guys could rap. Now, <laughs> I am not. I am a. I am a country bumpkin. I am not a rap fan per se. But what the hell was I watching during that whole hey. thing? None of them could rap. Swerve was going like he was Eminem. Like he was going, sound like an auctioneer. <laughs> like, what the hell? And the whole celebration itself it looked like a damn concert. Like, are yeah. trying to be one of them, you know, concerts going on. I gave that thing a whole 0.5. I just did not enjoy this whatsoever. Uh, Rick, what was your low points? I mean, Hit Row's Cypher Celebration, I gave it a point five as well. I mean, I'm not dumb, but I also gave a <laughs> .5 to uh, Regal and Samoa Joe and Gargano and Cross. I mean, I gave that a point five. I'm just, like we said, the more Cross talks, the worse it gets. And uh, like so, it. yeah, I gave that a point five as well. Those are my two low points of uh, NXT this week. All right. And Tony? Same with job, but uh, yeah, the hit row. But I reached out to the wrestling POV president, and I hated this so much. I gave it a zero. Wow! Yeah, he said yes, absolutely. Shit and row. It was yes. It was not hit row. It was shit row. <laughs> shit row. And the, the thing is, it's like, not like I'm fucking rhyming with this shit. Um, and again, yeah, and the Karrion Cross and Gargano promo didn't like it either. I just, I'm like. I think Karen, and that's a, actually probably be a good question to put on our Facebook page. Does Karen Cross need Scarlett uh, by his side? Because um, yeah. he did kind of look, but he's still intimidating looking, though. He still, yeah. you know, he still has that going for him. I think with Scarlett, it just adds that extra adobo to the sasson. 
you know? Yes, I see what you're saying. The little just like that. You know, that's a Spanish reference, people. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, I gave a zero. Uh, president said, yeah, I agree with you. He said the same thing, especially when he said, when if everybody has a 0.5, you can give it a zero. So there you go. All right. <laughs> High points for me was the Chompa and Thatcher versus MSK. I gave it a three and a half. Thought, you know, and we have said this before. I think Tony has said it more. MSK is young and is doing really good. But I feel like Chompa and Thatcher in this gave him a lesson. Uh, really, you know, <laughs> yeah, beat, the, beat the shit out of MSK. Mm-hmm. And, and I, they really- I totally agree. I do. And I'll tell you this much. I'll tell you this much. I was stuck between MSK versus, uh, but you know what? No, it's not my turn. Uh, I just want to say this though, real quick off of what Clay was saying was that, um, and I wanted to say this last week. I just didn't like MSK's promo with, with Gargano, Gargano, with uh, Thatcher and Champa. MSK looked lost in that promo last week. And just like what Clay said, they whooped their ass but that promo they did look lost they look like two lost little boys so if anybody i don't want to hear nobody out there saying they're oh they're ready for the main roster no they're not no they're not because they looked intimidated they did not know like pretty much what to say so they came out with the bullshit put some respect in it no shut the fuck up you just fought you just got scared stop stop it because because thatcher and 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 uh Tampa, mm-hmm. they, they 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 fucked them up. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> finish what you were saying, Clay. Sorry, but basically, what I was saying, like I said, that Champa and Thatcher gave him a lesson, and you know, not saying that MSK hasn't worked before, but I feel like Champa and Thatcher was their toughest opponent they've had as champs. Now, the match itself was great. I was really entertained mm-hmm. by the whole thing. I gave it a three and a half, and. Again, MSK retains, and that's fine. But I would love to see more of Thatcher and Champa versus MSK. They pretty much had a good show. So, Rick, what was your high points of NXT? Uh, my highest point was Zoe Stark and Io Shirai defeating the Way. I gave it a three. Um, I thought it was a really entertaining match. We got new tag team champions in the women's division for NXT, and we had the return of Tegan Knox, which was really big for uh, NXT until SmackDown. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. <laughs> but overall, yeah, that was my highest point. I gave it a three. And also honorable mention, uh, LA Knight defeating Cameron Grimes. Uh, now Cameron Grimes is the butler to LA Knight. So we'll see how that works out for him. Yeah, most definitely. That'll be an interesting story still. Uh, Tony, what was your high points? Yeah, I mean, I guess I had two of them that were tied with a three, which was LA Knight versus Cameron Grimes and MSK versus Champa and Thatcher. I gave that one a three, two. Um, of course, I'm gonna if I'm gonna have to choose, I will go with the LA Knight versus Cameron Grimes. Uh, it was a good bet, and I'm interested to see what's gonna happen next now that he's his butler. Yeah, kind of, another Seinfeld reference there. <laughs> <laughs> But oh. uh, yeah, that's those those two were my highs. But I, if I have to pick one, I'll go with LA Knight versus Cameron Grimes. Three. Gotcha. Overall, I gave NXT a two point three this week. Tony, oh, wow, give I gave it a two this week, and what hurt it was that zero. <laughs> <laughs> and then Rick, what was your overall? 
I gave it a 1.7, and what I what could have made it better was Adam Cole defeating Kyle mm. O'Reilly. That match was just it's, long, and yeah, I was just I was like, going to say, I mean, ugh. speaking of that, like, I gave it a two and a half. What did you give it? Uh, I gave it a two. You gave it a two? What, Clay, what did you give it? I I gave it a two point two and a half. Wow. So, I mean, for yeah. that being the main event. Uh, this rivalry, the thing is, the rivalry is just really old. sucks. Yeah. It, it, it's just, it's outdone. It's yeah. rare as course. No, like, I, I agree. I agree. Just, I just hope I was, it's just finished after this. No more. Oh, you would hope. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Well, it's tied now. Uh, <laughs> no more ties. Nope. <laughs> Cut it. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> Done. With that being said, it's now time for the SmackDown breakdown. Uh, we go with the uh, low points. My lowest point was that women's promo with Sonya Deville, Bailey, Carmella, Liv Morgan, Bianca gave it a point five. So, so wait, um, um, I don't just to just to refresh my memory because, like, I was using the restroom during that point. Like, even during the commercial. <laughs> no, I, I mean I had to go, but <laughs> like during the commercial, and then it went into this, so I missed some of it. What happened in the beginning? Like, they had, did Sonya announce that uh, Bailey? Was hurt. Can't fight. Like, what happened? Yeah. yeah, so Sonya's announcing that Bailey got injured during training and that she won't be available for nine months and that Carmella will be replacing her in the title match, but it won't be happening at Money in the Bank. It's going to happen on the yeah. SmackDown with okay, the live that's, audience. That's where I was confused with because I could have sworn she did. I heard her say that, and then yeah. like I saw later – was it later on? I think, or right after, or some. Sh- I think you know it was later on. They showed the graphic as that w- it was advertised for next Friday. I'm like, wait, what? So they're fighting twice already, and they didn't. You know what I'm saying? So I was a little bit confused. Nah. Confused. Well, the whole the whole promo with Liv Morgan coming out and then Bianca coming out, it was just all scuttlebutt. Do so I gave it a point really five. Really think now that Liv Morgan is involved in the Money in the Bank that she's going to win it now? No. You don't think she's going to win it? Uh, I think they want her to win it. They want us to believe that she's going to win it, but I don't think she's going to win it. No. Okay. Uh, Clay, what is your low points of SmackDown? I would have to agree. That whole Sonya Deville promo with Bianca, Carmella, Liv Morgan, I gave it a one. Uh, And also the the Bailey when they show Bailey at the beginning, I thought that was good. How she still played the heel as it's all your fault that I'm hurt. It's da da da. I thought she did really good there, and then the rest of it was just uh, I would I wasn't for it. I'm not looking forward to really Bianca versus Carmella. I just <laughs> that whole thing in general. So I gave it a one. I just wasn't invested in it. All right, Tony, what was your low points of SmackDown? Same thing, Carmella, the Liv Morgan promo. I gave it a point five. Um, if I had to be different, um, the Shinsuke and Corbin thing, come on now. It's yeah. going on every week that they're wrestling now. It's like, stop, it's enough. And, and they're, it is like they're finding an excuse to have these two wrestle, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm just, I'm tired of it. I'm done. Stop. Have Shinsuke go off on a different direction. If you are going to change Corbin's gimmick, have him disappear from TV for a while or do something else with him instead of with Shinsuke. Stop. Stop. Yeah. Um, my high points, I gave it to Seth Rollins defeating Cesaro. I gave it a three and a half. Facing who? Really... Cesaro. Cesaro? I thought he yeah. faced uh, Cesaro. 
<laughs> oh Tony, that was Thanks, a reach. Yeah, nothing, nothing. Yeah. I, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, no, Stephanie Phoenix Cesaro gave it a three and a half. I thought it was a really good match. I thought it was a solid match, even though we've seen this a bunch of times. This is one of those matches that you can watch a bunch of times and still be really, really entertained by it. So I gave that a three and a half. I also gave it three to Shotzi and Tegan Knox making their SmackDown debut, defeating Natalia and Tamina. I'm confused with that. It's I... not Shotzi Blackheart. It's Shotzi. It's yeah, Knox. But they called her Tegan Knox throughout the whole commentary. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on with that. But that was my two highest points of SmackDown this week. Clay, what was your high points? High points for me also was the Seth Rollins versus Cesaro, or Cesaro, as Tony would say. Cesaro. Cesaro. Cesaro, whatever. <laughs> I gave it a three and a half. I thought these two really work well together. Uh, Seth and, and yeah, Cesaro. <laughs> I'm going to put it in the book so that way you guys can hear it, damn it. So that way you guys understand what it's Cesaro, not Cesaro. It's not Cesaro. It's Cesaro. All right. So Cesaro is going in the book. You know what? Since you mentioned it, Rick, sure. We'll put it in the book. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Cesaro, you just made the book. There you go. All right. Finish what you were saying, Clay. But now I'm back. Okay. So I gave the whole match a three and a half. I thought how they played the uh, where the turnbuckle was and that whole ordeal. They had some good spots in this match. And I'm kind of surprised Seth ended up winning this because I figured Cesaro needed this like momentum to pissed. be, in, be yeah. in money in the bank. But, you know, it, it's Seth freaking Rollins. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tony. What was your high points? Uh, yeah, Seth so versus Zazazro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I gave it a two and a half because we've seen this a bunch of times, but this wasn't the best one that they've done together. Dumb. So, but for me, th- this was the highlight, which is sad. But uh, you know what? No, I'll be different. I'll have to go with the Edge promo at the end, where mm. it was a little bit of a Oof. scuttlebutt going on, but. You know, no, no, I know you said oof, but I'm, I'm, I put it as Edge's promo, but it was more towards what happened at the end when they all came out and started duking it out. That's why I gave it two and a half. I'm glad you mentioned that because think about, think about this for a minute. You know what would have been good instead of Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio coming out to help Edge? What? Bring Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder, the Edge heads, bring them. I was just thinking, like when when the Usos came out behind you know Rowan, though uh, Rick, and, Rick, no Rick's yeah. making all these faces, and <laughs> but I, I I'm sure right now that you just earned a best friend with Josh Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you know, and I agree, but think about that. That'd be like a family family thing, and mm-hmm. have Hawkins and Ryder comes back as. Yeah. It's, I love Rick's face I, right now. Yeah, Rick, you just you just like put Rick in a just different level right stop. now. Just stop. Rick, respond you, to will, play. Yeah, I mean, no, that's ridiculous. I don't want to see the edge heads. <laughs> and honestly, I thought that was one of the worst things at the end. I the Mysterio's coming back. Oh God, no. Um, but I will say this: very impressed with Otis. What are yeah. they doing with him? 
Mm. Now is the time he should have won the Money in the Bank briefcase. (laughs) You think? This guy is fucking scurry. Mm. He is he is scurry, (laughs) man. I'm a little scurred. Um, But yeah, uh, Otis is is really impressing me right now, and the Alpha Academy. I still feel like he needs facial hair, though. He kind of that thing kind of creeps me out. You know what? I I the ugliness works. Yeah, I was about to say. I think the clean the, the the clean shave look. I think it works. I think him having all that. I think made him look um, goofy. Yeah, like, the goof. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. yeah. So overall, I gave SmackDown this week a two point one. Clay, I gave it a two. Tony, I gave it a one point five eight. Wow. Dang. Yeah. All right. Let's wow. go over. The Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT versus AEW. Currently, NXT is ahead five to AEW's four to SmackDown's two to Raw's one. Um, currently, I have it as SmackDown, AEW, uh, Raw, and NXT. I'm gonna I'm with Tony on this now that NXT has won the last three years, so I'm gonna start rating NXT a lot more harsher. Um, with the way things are going. So they had a bad week this week, in my opinion. Um, SmackDown, even though I rated it the highest with a 2.1, I don't think it was the best show. Um, I'm going to go with AEW this week. That's going to be my show that I picked for uh, the number one spot. Tony, what do you got? Well, with me, because there's two that stood out this week, which was Raw and NXT. Um, but I have, according to my ratings, I have Raw at a 2.05. I have NXT at a 2. And I got SmackDown at 1.58. And I got AEW last this week. So I have Raw, NXT, SmackDown, and then AEW. But the thing of it is, like, the one that hurt NXT the most, the, in my opinion, even though it was, a, it was um, what was this? <laughs> what was this one called again? Uh, Road Rage? No, no, NXT. Um, Great American Bash, sorry. Yes. Um, and it's supposed to be something special, and but I gave it a two, and I think but what hurt it was Hit Row for me. That's what I Hit think. Row. Yeah. Um, so I have, according to my notes, I have Raw, NXT, SmackDown, and then a, I think AEW wasn't that great for having fans, especially. I just think they did a lot of things wrong. Like I said, the, the, that promo, the fucking, um, they should have saved Aleister Black for last. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was a lot of things that they did wrong. So I don't, I don't think it was the better show this week. Um, Yeah. Raw, NXT, SmackDown, then AEW. All right, Clay, what do you got? For me, and I have, if I'm going by my notes, I have NXT, SmackDown, Raw, and AEW. Mm. But I'm kind of with you. The whole Hit Row thing, the Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly wasn't, I wasn't excited for. So I wouldn't say NXT was the best show. I would have to say possibly the one I'm most invested in was probably Raw. So I would probably have to say Raw was the best show this week. All right. You know what? And, you know, even though I gave Raw 1.8 and it wasn't my third ranked, it was tied for – actually, it was second place ranked. I would have to agree with you guys, too. Um, I did enjoy AEW a little bit more, but I I can see Raw winning this week. So Raw will win this week. 
Raw is going to get its second win. So right now it is NXT with five, AEW with four, and Raw and SmackDown with two each. But All I right. will say this, though. I think, honestly, I think AEW would have gotten ranked a lot higher and possibly win it this week if they did leave the whole Malachi Black thing for last. I really yeah. do. And, and, yeah. and on top of that, not, be, not have fucking Cody involved. Yeah. Exactly. And and not only that, <laughs> I know I'm being picky about it, but not only that, I think instead of having that stupid strap match with fucking QT Marshall, how come Miro wasn't on the show? Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's true. TNT champion. You could have did something with him. And uh, yeah, no, they had it. They had it. They had chances. They had it, but they just, they didn't put the right ingredients in. All right. With that being said, let's open up the book. All right, those that are new to the show, basically what we do is put the most ridiculous things that happen in the week of wrestling. And uh, you know what? This pandemic era is almost done, people. We got one week. We're down yes. to one week. Just w- Actually, just one show of Raw, one show of NXT, and then live crowds on SmackDown next week. Yep. I'm yes. pumped. I'm psyched. Yes. So... The way we have this list, like I said, we just do it for laughs. That's all we do it for. It's a, it's a lot of laughs. All right. Are we ready? Yep, yes, sir. Okay. Coronavirus. We just said it. So hopefully One next week. week. Yeah. Dragon yeah. breath. Stays. Stays. Roman's choppers. Stays. The way. Stays. 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 No, they stay. They stay. The championship picture. Come on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. right. You're right. Stays. AEW rankings stays. stays. They fucked it up. How yep. could, how, oh my god! Tony's hatred for Sasha because she sucks. Stays. stays. Clay stays. Sure. <laughs> Heyman's googly eyes stays. Stays. Morrison's cockadoodadoo stays. Sasha's ghetto laugh <laughs> stays. Stays. Apollo's non-accent stays. stays. Drew storytelling. He did it oh again. Oh my god! What? Why is it so bad? Oh, it's fuck. terrible. Like, I thought honestly, when he was in the in the gorilla posi- position, I thought he wasn't going to do it. I'm like, well, he's in the gorilla. There's no way he's going to tell a fucking story right before he goes out in the ring. Wrong. He did. Because <laughs> he did. Motherfucker. Yep. <laughs> Baldy Sam, go fuck yourself. Fox stays. Aziz's jacket stays. stays. Jake the Snake's choppers stays. stays. Rick's Debbie Downer. Take him out. No, that stays. stays. <laughs> this is what he advocates it real quick. No, he can, he can get out this week. Uh, <laughs> Ricochet's missing gear. It's still missing. Stays. stays. Ginger's beard ball spot stays. Oh my god, Bianca's banana booty butt stays. Stays. Wrong with y'all trying to saying that. I mean, you would want to take it out, you know what I'm saying? Yo, I'll peel that banana, you know what I'm saying. Actually, that was pretty disgusting. All right. Uh, <laughs> a new entrant into the book. Sazero. Stays. Stays. <laughs> Stays. Um, so how, come, how come Seth Rollins isn't going with that, man? Jesus. 
All right. That is the end of the show. Uh, after we close out the show, we are going to play the five second shuffle uh, championship, which right now is held by Clay Cummings. Wow. Sure. Rick last week and Rick's out with a vengeance right now. And he's like, you know what? Fuck them on. I want the shit back. So those that are new, what we do is I just play a uh, five, five seconds off a wrestling theme song. Uh, it could be their entrance music or it could, they have several, some have a few of them. So you have to say it correctly. If you don't, I will not give you that point. So the first one to five uh, is the winner. That's how we play it. With that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with the $50 man, Clay Cummings, and the third wheel, Rick Surround Luther. Love, peace, and wrestling. We'll see y'all next week. Peace out. All right, Clay, you have the champion's advantage, so you can either go first or give it to Rick. I'll go first this week. Here you go. Is that Triple H? Yes. Triple H. All right. All right. There you go. You have one. Okay. Uh, Rick, this one's on you. Let's do it. That is Tori Wilson. No, it is not. Clay, you want to uh, take this one for the steal? Is that Michelle McCool? Yes, Michelle McCool. Yeah. Michelle McCool. Clay is up 2 nothing. Uh, he can be up three nothing with this one. Uh, is that Tegan Knox? No, it is not. Uh, Rick for the steal. Is that the Godwins? No, it is not. It is Tyson Kidd. Oh, didn't we have this one before? I don't know. I yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> All right, this one goes back to Rick. Here you go. Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss. Yes, Rick is on the board. It is two to one still to Clay. Okay. Uh, this one's on Clay. Here you go. Is that gold dust? Yes, it's gold dust. <laughs> In my opinion, one of the best entrance musics ever. Best of all time. Yes. All right. Clay is up uh, three to one. Yep. yep. All right, Rick, this one goes to you. Stardust. Yes, it's Stardust. <laughs> How ironic is that? How <laughs> ironic that we just got Goldust and then now Stardust. Wow. Uh, Clay is still up three to two. He can be up four to two with this one. Jesus. The Miz. The Miz, yes. You had this one last week to win it too. I did. Wow. All right, you're up four to two, right? Yep. All right, this one goes to you, Rick. I ain't the lady to mess with. Callie Kelly. No, it is not. Clay for the steal and possibly to retain the title. Victoria. Victoria, yes. Victorious. Wow. How did you, yeah. how did you did, I mean, did, were you a fan of Victoria? Yes, I was. Oh, okay. I think Clay yeah. was a fan of all the females, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> back in the day. Back in the day. What? I'm married now, so. Yeah. 
<laughs> wow, Clay retains the title. Rick, any words? You lost two weeks in a row. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we don't own the rights.